Hello and welcome to Create, Talk, Repeat. My name is Dustin Brenton. On this episode, I spoke with Rain Lafreniere of the band Blueforia. We discussed how they got their start, their influences, their new music, and going on tour. But before we get to that interview, here's a word from our sponsor. Stay tuned. Anchor.fm is now Spotify for podcasters. New name, improved experience. Spotify is more dedicated than ever to empowering creators. This platform will continue to offer the best features to grow your podcast and distribute it everywhere, all for free. Visit podcasters.spotify.com for more details. Back to the show. Hello and welcome to Create Talk Repeat. Today we're joined by Rain Lafreniere. Thanks for joining us, Rain. Thanks for having me. So Rain is a part of a musical group called Blueforia. I don't know if that's all he creates, but we'll find out. Rain, why don't you tell us what do you create? Yeah. Um, well, I mainly do uh, Blueforia. I'm a guitarist and singer, frontman of the band. Um, I also am a little bit of a I, I'm I'm a film nerd as well, so. Uh, I, I studied a lot of that in school, and um, I hope to get back into my short film, um, <laughs> my short film side of my uh, creative, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I always ask everybody what they create, and everybody's like, "Well, I, I, I do this mainly, but I also am into this, and I'm into that, and you know." Mm-hmm. So I, I have everybody kind of has their uh, creativity just kind of spread out everywhere for the most part. There's some people that are just like, "I only do this," but. I'm sure if we if I press them harder, they would say, "Well, I also like to draw, or I also like to paint, or whatever it might be." So there's always always more to it. So so tell me a little bit about Blueforia. What kind of what kind of music can people expect when they're listening to Blueforia? We do alt rock. Uh, it's a little bit of like southern alt psychedelic, um, and uh, we're very heavily influenced by music from going from the '60s all the way to the '90s, mm-hmm. um, from Hollywood Mac to Rolling Stones, Beatles, Hendrix, and I'm a big Bob Marley fan too. And we try to just bring all of our like eclectic music tastes together and and make this one cohesive project. Um, and yeah, yeah. Well, before I, you know, I was introduced to uh, to Rain to do this uh, this podcast. I had not heard of Blueforia before, so I looked up your music just to listen to it. And um, there's something very uh, maybe maybe it's because of your influence it's very familiar about it like when i when i hear it it's like it's like a band i already know you know like i'm already into it like i didn't uh, you know sometimes you hear a, a band takes a while to kind of get into it and when i first uh turned on this uh album blueforia it was like i've already been listening to it like it, it felt yeah. like it was already part of part of me and when i was looking at your website it does say uh, somebody has been quoted as saying for lovers of the killers KG elephant uh, and catfish and the bottle man uh, Blueforia should be the next band on your music uh, radar. And I was telling Rain beforehand, like, uh, I am a huge fan of the Killers. And so maybe that's why it kind of fell into that that same uh, vein for me, where I was like, man, I dig this. Yeah, definitely. We, like, our, our main approach to the music is to try and have as timeless of a feel as possible. I, I'm just a big fan of that whole, like, um, that whole idea of just having music that you know you 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 hear it 
you know, you know, okay, this is probably from the 70s or 80s or yada yada, but it doesn't get locked in that space, you know what I mean? And um, and I, I, I feel like when I try to create music, I, I do it with that in mind. Um, and, you know, I have so many influences in music that it probably, you know, pulling from everything probably makes it sound <laughs> pretty familiar right. at times. Yeah, well, it could be easy to get locked into a to a sound that sounds like it's from another era. Like I think of bands like Smash Mouth, and like mm -hmm. when they came out, they had this real retro sound, and like it can't break out of that that sound. Not that it's, not that they're bad. I mean, that's what they do. But like, yeah, you know that you get stuck in kind of thing. Whereas if you can kind of have a feeling of a certain era, you can kind of grow and evolve uh, over time, and kind of uh, you know bands change and evolve uh, as they go and. Hopefully you can continue to progress. So, so when did when did uh, when did you start personally? When did you start creating music? Were you into music as a child? Um, yeah, I come from a very musical family. Um, my mom and my sister, my little sister, they could both run and or sing and dance circles around me. Mm -hmm. um, so, I realized around early high school that I got to find a way to catch up with them, and I started guitar. Um, and since then I, I started getting into interested in the blues and stuff. And that's how I taught myself to sing the way I do. Um, but I, I wasn't really like a huge musician. I, again, yeah, I was focused on like film and, and all that, that side of, um, the artistic world. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when college came around, music just kept popping up in my life. And, you know, it just, I, I realized that like, this is something that I have to focus on and, um, something that i really enjoy doing you know yeah yeah when did uh when did blueforia become a band Ooh, uh the second i, I went to college I, I started that project i i had a few people who played for me and then um i met dakota like a year later after i had been like playing around in town um he was at this house show and we weren't in a very diverse location where we were at but so he walked in and he was like hey another black guy like and we got, <laughs> we got talking and he played guitar um uh, and like a week later we started jamming and and we were like okay we're gonna completely revitalize the sound we have um because before i was doing this like jam rock just fully just three-piece overdriven guitar doing all the tricks i have playing behind my back and with my teeth and all that right um like Jimi hendrix and yeah 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 and i i was like okay now let, like i want to focus and make more like cohesive music um and so we started working together rex went to a couple of our shows and like a couple days after he had like attended our shows he joined the band too as our bassist and then danny interviewed me for a podcast and um a year later joined the band as well and together all uh, all four of us have been together for three years now i think mm -hmm. um but it's been a it's been a long long process <laughs> yeah were you uh were you all going to school for music and uh, you said you were at uh, it was when you were at your university what where was the university you were attending we're at uh university of oregon and mm -hmm. um go ducks we yeah yeah go ducks <laughs> um i um i was going for film and then uh dakota and, and rex were were there for music um, Danny went to the, the uh, local college out there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not sure if she did it for music or not. I feel like she was doing it for something else. Yeah. Um, 
but it just kind of like we we all just kind of happened upon each other like it was all very coincidental yeah how much did uh, how much like formal training musically like you weren't going to school for music but like how many you know did you go through like lessons learn how to play guitar was this more of a self-taught van halen sort of thing how did you uh how did you learn how to play yeah i, I kind of just taught myself i i went to one like my uncle um gave me one lesson and then from there i was like i'm i'm you know i I didn't have time necessarily, or I don't know what was going on, but I ended up just um, learning myself. And I'm a I'm a visual learner, so mm -hmm. I'd watch videos of other people playing and just, you know, Hendrix playing or um, or uh, this guy Ben Howard. I I really like his guitar style. Mm -hmm. Um, he's more folk, but uh, I just I'd watch them both and then and figure out how to play from there. Yeah, what's your so? What's your like songwriting process? So when you're when you're writing a, a song, you're coming up with a new uh, a new hit. <laughs> are you like uh, do you, is it something that you are just always kind of constantly in your back of your head? It's coming to you at any time, or do you have to sit down and like okay, now I'm going to write a song about this and have to sit down, or do you do you get together with your bandmates? What's the process? Yeah, I feel like most of it just it just comes to me when it comes to me. Like I'll be literally driving or working and i'll have an idea for a medley or medley um and uh i'll just go home and write that song out and i kind of have a, a a method um where if it if it takes like if i don't write the full song in the moment that i had that idea i like i scrapped it and mm -hmm. and if it comes back to me then it's a sign that i should finish it you mm -hmm. know if that that idea comes back but I like to write the songs I have with the same emotion that I had when I created them. Um, and I feel like that's very important. Um, so I, I, I find it really hard to like sit down and purposely be like, I'm going to write a song about this or I'm going to do this. And, you know, like it's all very, it's all very um, come and go for me. Is, are you the primary songwriter for Blue Fourier or do any of the other bandmates come to you and say, hey, I got this idea for a song and have something written out and you guys work on it together? Yeah, it's mainly me. And then Dakota writes as well. Um, he wrote Columbia on the album, Miss Jones and the music for Guide Me. Uh, and he, he's kind of the same way. He'll just he'll have ideas that pop up and um, we'll get together and we'll work on them. Um, but yeah, like rarely do we ever get together as a band and like purposely go okay this is like let's figure something out right now you, you know you right know? um it's typically him or i that uh comes to the group yeah i feel like that'd be difficult to just go okay we're gonna sit down and write a song and like just create something out of nothing i feel like you have to be inspired from somewhere and have, mm -hmm. I mean, even if I, mean, I guess if you are going to write a song about something at least you have you're coming with an inspiration you know it could be whatever an event that's uh, happening in you know current society or it could be just you know you met a new girl or you met a guy or whatever you know whatever it might be that's coming to bring that inspiration to you but just to go to okay i'm gonna sit down and write a song like that i feel like that's gonna just create a, a writer's block immediately yeah yeah it, it, it once, once you're stressed out it makes it way harder to actually <laughs> yeah create so what's the uh uh what's what's the experience like tell the people who uh, don't perform live. What's that experience like to get up on stage and to sing your own music, not cover songs, but like your own music uh, for, you know, 
fans who are excited to you know be there to hear it to party to enjoy your music what's what's that do you get nervous when you're stepping up on stage are you excited how's how's that go for you oh yeah it's fun man i i i don't get nervous anymore it just is like a good time. I've gotten to the point where it feels like I'm just hanging out with people if I'm up on stage and the crowd's like there to see us, you know? Um, it's like, it kind of is like an adrenaline high. And the second I step off stage, I'm like, oh, I got to go to bed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It just, it just feels natural. It feels, you know, like you're just feeding off each other's energy because I, I feel like that's my way of, um like going to a party it kind of feels like that you know i'm mm -hmm. um, showing up to a good party you have a good time at because when i'm at a party i'm lucky a, a wallflower i don't <laughs> yeah i rarely am like you know like dancing and, and and being too loud there um but you know being on stage is like a whole little like i just feel like i'm hanging out with my bandmates and i'm hanging out with the crowd and um mm -hmm just drinking and singing you know <laughs> I, was, I always thought that would be so much fun like i i have no uh like i can't play guitars or anything like that i make some music just with my uh uh my macbook through garage band and stuff and and put it out on spotify and whatnot but like i've never performed live but i always thought that'd be really fun or i always thought like even just like singing karaoke is kind of like a bucket list thing i've never done it but i always want to just that idea of getting yep. up in front of people and entertaining and singing and i like being the center of attention anyways so that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good way to do it but uh as long as people are entertained i guess is is what yeah. uh, what i need to do so do you you know you have this new album out bluphoria uh mm -hmm. just recently came out in may um is there a tour? Are you guys out there performing? Uh, do you have sp uh, specific dates that you're performing? Or is there something you're looking forward to? Yeah, we um, we got a national tour coming up in October. Um, and we're pretty much hitting every region of the United States there. Um, I'm really excited for our San Francisco show. We're going to Solvang as well. Um, and Jersey Shores. I've never been there, you know, so <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for a couple places I've never like seen yet. You know, yeah. um, we're hitting all the, pretty much all the big cities in Texas. That's mm -hmm. going to be fun. Looks um, like you're making it through. Oh, I see on your website here. Uh, you got Salt Lake city, Denver, mm -hmm. St. Paul, Minnesota, Chicago, Cleveland. Ah, oh, yeah. Jumping over Indiana. I'm based out of Indiana, <laughs> Indianapolis, just south of Indianapolis here. Oh, you're no. Jumping over the Hoosier state. Uh, sorry, this calls over. <laughs> no next, yeah. next time well we're not very far from in, uh indianapolis we're we're in nashville so you know we might we might drive up there at some point there you go that that's not a that's not a terrible idea so hopefully mm -hmm. you guys can can swing through uh, indiana at some point so that's exciting yeah. to be on the road and to be performing are you um are you performing with any other uh bands on this tour or is this just a, a solo gig yeah, it's a co-headline tour with um, Noah Vaughn. She's a really talented um, musician out of L.A. I think she does uh, alt-rock and, um, yeah, just super stoked to, to be able to share that experience with, uh, with another group. Yeah, that should, that should be a lot of fun. So what is, uh, I ask this of everybody, and, you know, people have their different answers. A lot of times it's the most recent thing you're working on, but do you have a favorite song or a favorite album or something that you have created that you kind of hold up in a uh, uh, high esteem that's kind of your favorite thing that you've done mm. it's hard 
Um, I love the song Pretty People um, just because, you know, I, I like that little Yacht Rock vibe that we have going for that song. Um, and past songs, I'll probably say Kaleidoscope or Conscientious Debauchery or, or a couple of my, my favorite things that I've, I've written. Um, yeah, just because they have like a certain vibe to them and they were made at a very specific time in my life that um, whenever I hear them again, I just it just puts me in that headspace in like a positive way. Like neither of those songs are necessarily happy, but mm-hmm. it feels therapeutic to sing them if that makes sense. Yeah. Is there it, would the question be different if uh, if I said what's your favorite song to perform live? Yeah, yeah, it would be. <laughs> what's what's your favorite song to perform live? What's that? Uh, definitely Columbia. Um, that one we like put all of our energy into at the end of our set, and it's just a it's just a good time. Like guitars are breaking at that point, and like equipment's crackling, but we're just yeah. getting as loud as possible together. You know, that's awesome. That is awesome. So, who is it, or what is it that continues to inspire you to create music? You know, you mentioned some of your uh your inspirations growing up and whatnot are there are there some new artists that you're listening to is there uh, or do you just keep going back to the older ones that kind of keep influencing you know your creativity today yeah i i keep kind of going to the older ones except um i am very inspired by leon bridges and what he's doing lately mm-hmm. uh, and just i don't know i just have a general pull to do it you know i uh i feel like I found my, you know, I found my purpose and I, I don't feel like I want to give up on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's great when you find something that you love and that you want to continue to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. you didn't, it's not like you, you put out Blue Foria, uh, this album and just went, well, I'm done. I, I've, I've yeah. done all I can do. <laughs> you know, you're like, this is just uh, the beginning. Is, is there, are there already other songs in the works for the next album? Are you already kind of you know, it's kind of hard to stop creating when you start. So are there songs yeah. that you still are kind of like writing down or didn't make this album? Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, for this album alone, we wrote about a hundred songs. Yikes. Um, and picked out a few of them. Um, but we do have a couple we're writing. I'm already on demos for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm stoked to, to show the new music that, that we got. Uh, we got going on yeah it's always exciting when you you know you've been working on something like you said you did a hundred songs but like when you're creating an album or you're creating you know whatever it might be if you're an artist and you're painting a piece or you're writing a story or whatever it might be to finally put it out there for everybody else to hear everybody else to see and to get their feedback hopefully it's good feedback (laughs) but you get Mm -hmm. you know get get it out there because when you're creating something you're you know, some people create just for themselves to, you know, hang in their living room or whatever, but like you want to get it out there and show it and share it with the world. And hopefully everybody responds to it. Well, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I hope to be doing this for at least a couple decades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you, know, you gotta have um, you gotta have some uh, some goal you're reaching to, you know, maybe you guys yeah, are the next big band that's selling out arenas around the world. Right. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. My my goal right now is to just be financially stable. I you know that's already uh that's already a percentage that uh <laughs> it's hard to reach and you know I like I like my odds. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. But well, yeah. biggest band in the world is is next on that day. Is next. Yeah. Let's just let's just pay the bills first, and then we'll yeah, worry yeah. about becoming Taylor Swift. Right. The uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so. 
if anybody's interested in uh, hearing Blue Foria, you can find it on Spotify or uh, iTunes or wherever you get your music. Um, it's uh, spelled B-L-U-P-H-O-R-I-A. Um, you can also find them online at blueforiaband.com. That's where you can find music, videos, bio, uh, merch, and you know the tour, and join the fan club. And do you guys have like a a name for your fans, or is it just yeah? The, it's the it's the blue room. The blue room. There. You, oh yeah, join the blue room. There you go. Well, you can you can become a, a fan of Bufloria and join the blue room. So, uh, Rain, I got one uh, one final question for you before I uh, I let you go. Yes, today. If you were speaking to a classroom full of creatives or musicians and whatnot. Um, what kind of advice would you give them as they go forth on their creative journey? Mm. I'd say don't force anything, you know, like don't try to change what you do. Don't try to, you know, just, just make and create what comes to you first. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, Cause I, I feel like at the beginning of my creative journey, I struggled a lot with um, the genre or the type of music I wanted to make. I always wanted to try and do something more, I don't know, like more modern or more pop, you know, and, and, and be in that um, realm. And I just, it just didn't come naturally to me, you know? Um, and I feel like all the best music and all the, the best poetry or the best, you know, whatever I do, it's stuff that I didn't have to, it's not that I didn't have to overthink it, but I, it felt natural doing, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 it comes to you, you work on it, it feels right, you know? Um, and I feel like if you're always worrying about what other people think about what you're doing or, or this or that, you know, um, it's gonna impede on your creativity, you know, like, or if you're like insecure about the message or like, maybe I should make a deeper message or I should, you know, talk about this instead, or, you know, it, it, it damages the work in itself. And I feel like my main advice would just be just do what you do, do what feels natural, you know, yeah. um, greatness yeah, think, will come when it comes, you know, I think that's good advice. Cause I mean, and, and maybe this is kind of what you're getting at too, is like, you know, you can be, you can be creating music and look at, you know, some other artists and go, well, I really want to listen. I want to really want to sound like them. And you keep trying to sound like them or you keep trying to emulate what's, popular what's selling mm -hmm. and or if you're writing a, a story or a screenplay and you're like okay well superhero movies are popular now i'm gonna write a superhero movie when you don't have any care about superhero movies when you really should be yeah. writing a romantic comedy or a drama or something else you know so do what comes natural to you write what you know and write what you like and you know hopefully the fans will follow and don't keep you know just chasing whatever the hot thing is at the moment yeah yeah, because I feel like you're shooting yourself in the foot if you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because whatever's hot at the moment is not going to be hot forever. So make mm -hmm. it sound evergreen, make it sound familiar, much like Blue Foria does. So there you go. Yeah, that's how we <laughs> tie it up in a nice neat bow here. So, <laughs> well, Rain, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast today. I uh, I look forward to you know I'm going to be listening to this album some more because I dig it, man. It's uh it's really grown on me. And I'm, it makes me want to go back and listen to um, your other music that you put out as well how many other you got some other uh, eps and singles and stuff so i'll have to go back and and check yeah. that out but uh super excited uh to hear more from you guys and wish you the best of uh of success moving forward and safe travels on your tour man thank you thank you so much for having me
Each week on Create, Talk, Repeat, I want to leave you with some creative task or inspiration, something to get your creative juices flowing. This week, I, I just want you to dedicate five minutes a day to sketching. Even if you aren't an artist or you're terrible at drawing, just grab a scrap piece of paper and sketch something. But what should you sketch? It doesn't matter. Draw a flower, draw a face, draw your name in bubble letters, just draw shapes. Just take five minutes to block out the world around you and sketch. I hope this helps you on your creative journey. Thanks for listening to Create Talk Repeat. Create Talk Repeat is a Brenton Creative production. Created and hosted by me, Dustin Brenton. Music by Creative Culture. Follow us on Facebook at Create Talk Repeat or visit our website at createtalkrepeat.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.